Hello, and welcome to Follow the Woo podcast, where each week I, Fenelon Kush, will guide you on a journey into the land of the woo. We're going to investigate witchcraft, meditations, the paranormal and supernatural, alien and fey encounters, gurus, shamanism, and, and, and all the woo. So hold on to your butt. This just might be the weirdest part of your day. Hello, humans. This week's episode is going to be different in that I am not editing this. My editor, Joanna, is not editing this. So if I make a bunch of mistakes, fuck it. I made a bunch of mistakes because I have so much shit on my plate. Uh, This was supposed to come out yesterday, the 25th of October, which is uh, the 25th. No, see, 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 this is what's going on. The 5th of October, um, which is really late because this is a, a May bun autumn autumnal equinox episode. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't want to skip the autumnal equinox. I just really want to say the word autumnal over and over again. So I thought, you know, better late than never. And there's been so much going on. I, You all know there's been the hiatus, the second hiatus. I feel bad having these hiatuses, but also you just have to know that so much is going on behind the scenes and we're not full of shit. It's just, it's impossible to do all of these things and crank out episodes every week. But there is very cool stuff, like the coolest stuff I've ever done in all the land happening at Follow the Woo. So let's go through some of those things first so you know what's going on. I'm so tired. I need a nap. So I think the first in, I think we were calling them in-service weeks, started the 1st of September, I'm pretty sure. And I think I mentioned on there that we're going to be revamping Patreon. So I'll just go through this beat by beat. This is very Capricorn of me. Before we get into Maybon, put a pin in it. So Patreon is something that I've just like not been able to, to really keep up with. And I hate to say it, I'm literally creating content for it and even have edited content to post on Patreon, but they all require intros and things like that. So I just... It's just sitting in a folder on my desktop. So that is going to happen, though. I mean, we we definitely are going to move toward a sort of different kind of Patreon situation, especially since we've got this documentary going. The second point, I think, was about interviewing rad guests uh, and streamlining our overall podcast production. And yes, we are doing that. So one really important little, little news update is that We now have a production assistant on the team, Emily Vickers, and she's a bad little bitch. And she's been helping organize and revamp and just really lay the foundation for a lot of the things to come. We've also been interviewing a ton of people. And so we have lots of those in the hopper, which is really fun. My wife always makes fun of me for saying in the hopper because she thinks that's a weird thing to say that only old people say. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I should do like a survey and see if I am the only one. Um, So yeah, we have been interviewing incredible guests. And another thing that we're trying to focus more on now is we're moving a little bit away from psychics and crystals and uh, energy healers and things like that. Not that we don't love them. Love you all. 
love all the people that I've interviewed. It's just that I think with this documentary and then the other project that we've got that I'll tell you about later, I do think that we're moving more toward cryptids and ghosts and paranormal investigating, aliens, things like that. You know, we're we're getting a little bit more into those realms, and I think it's just happening. Na- it's just happening naturally. That's kind of where we're headed. And you know, there's some people who I like to have on the podcast over and over again. John Russell, y'all love him. I always hear that you love him, so he'll be coming up actually next week on uh, the week after. I think it's going to be a two parter because we talk a lot, as y'all know. So anyway, that's all that shit. Uh, We also have this, you know, giant elephant in the room, which is this documentary that we've been working on. And oh my God, it's so much work. (laughs) Jesus. I have been working easily 12 hour days every day and I'm just preparing this thing and making sure that the story's right and the contracts are right and all of our sound people are right and our crew and cast and all the pieces. This is called so far an untitled vampire documentary because it does focus primarily on vampires. And I can't tell you who yet. Anyway, we are filming for this finally starting on October 11th, which is in like so few days I'm going to poop. But that is happening. And patrons, if you are following along, if you're listening to this, you are going to get like behind the scenes footage before anybody else. Nobody's going to be able to see what's going on. I can't tell you anything else, Um, but it's really exciting. So we'll be all of spooky season is full of filming and it's going to be nutso. So hopefully, you know, if you're following along on TikTok, there's going to be some updates there. And yeah, it's going to be a a wild ride, really. All kinds of weird shit is going to happen. I just know it. Then we're also prepping, prepping a paranormal investigative team. And this is really fun and something that I can't focus a ton of my attention on right now. But yeah, we're putting together a team and we're hoping that it's almost or all female presenting queer they, thems, non-binary, all the people that we want to be around. Um, Not that we don't love dudes. It's just that there's so many dudes in this industry already. And I'd love to just see like an all-female ghost hunting team. So we are working on that. And there will be some elements of that, I think, in the documentary that we're working on, that we're working on right now. Those are updates. So, Maven, let's talk about it. First of all, I heard from my new coven mates, my high priest and priestess, that the term Maven is maybe not a term that we should use um, because it kind of has, not, it's a little, it's not as old, right? It's maybe has some like weird connotations to it. I have to give you full disclosure. I have no idea what those negative connotations are. I do feel like it's a Welsh word for something that has nothing to do with the fall equinox. I'm pretty positive about that, but I wanted to keep the title of Maybon on there because I think uh, a lot of the listeners know that that term. And so, and some of you who are baby witches, and this is really what this Wheel of the Year series is about, you know, maybe you want to know like the multiple n- names for, for the Sabbaths and the Espets as well, but we're not doing all the Espets. It's too much work, honey. And in case you don't know what those are, the Sabbaths are um, the basically holidays of the Wheel of the Year that, that witches and pagans follow and then and celebrate. And then the Espets are the different full moons that we have throughout the year. The fall equinox was on September 22nd, I think. It's always around that time, 22nd, 21st, somewhere in there. 
and it's when the day and the night are balanced. It's also called the Festival of Dionysus, Wine Harvest, Cornucopia, obviously Autumnal Equinox, Fall Equinox, and the Second Harvest. I love fall, and even though this is late, you know, by a couple weeks, I think it's like two weeks exactly, I think it's really important to to focus on this time of year because it really is the most remarkable, in my opinion, mark of a big change, right? Everything changes. The smell in the air changes. The leaves are falling. They're changing color. People get really excited about the beginning of holiday celebrations. Samhain is coming. Halloween's coming, right? Like it's when things shift and it starts to get a little darker and it starts to be a little bit more reflective. You know, you go from summer, which is so external. It's just an external season. You know, it's all about like out and about and with people and boisterousness. And and even spring is like, you know, we're all excited to be thawing off from winter and kind of coming into fucking like bunnies or whatever. But Maybun fall really feels different. It feels like it's it's just, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a witch. I'm not sure, but it just feels like a really, really special time of year. I love the smell of fall. I just, I love everything about fall. And I hope it lasts longer than like two days. So some of the symbols for um, this equinox is apples. I mean, obviously there's like pumpkin spice shit everywhere too. It's going to be pumpkins, apples, grapes. Indian corn is really big. I live in Louisville, Kentucky now, which most of you probably know. And there's this place called Huber's that we just went to. And they had like all of this pumpkin everything apple everything. Um, So it's really a time to like, you know, enjoy the fruits of your labor and also reflect on what you've gone through, which is a recurring theme I realize in all of this stuff. We're always sort of like taking a moment to reflect and then thinking about what's coming up, especially with we got a new moon coming up in I think three days on the ninth. I think it's in Libra. I know I'm full of shit. The new moon, (laughs) the new moon was on the September 25th. And that was in Libra. Yes. So that was just a few days after Mabon. And that's pretty cool because, you know, it's like here you get this new moon to work with en route to this part of the year and stepping into a whole different realm. That's what it feels like to me when it when the season changes like this. All right. What else you want to know? I know there's things that you like to hear about these holidays. So this one is big on gratitude, obviously. You're honoring deities, uh, you're honoring the spirit world. This is the beginning of darkness overtaking light. When we follow the the wheel of the year, you know, we're going through all the phases from dark to light, light to dark over and over and over again, which is really cool. But also when you think about it, it's, it's kind of fascinating the way that we interact with time. Like what is time even? That's a mind fuck. This is not a time to honor the dead. That's saved for next Sabbath, which is Samhain coming up. Everybody's favorite, I think, or many of our favorite. You know, this is a lot about like making wine and mead and celebrating with your friends and family and your community, you know, fostering your community. This is a time where we get together and we basically celebrate pagan Thanksgiving. To me, I think Maven starts like that pagan Thanksgiving and it keeps going. I feel like Thanksgiving just keeps on going all the way through to to Samhain. And that's partially why I don't want to skip this one too, because I feel like we're still in Maven mode. 
Maven mode. The colors are pretty easy for this one. It's going to be brown and orange and maroon and russet, violet, deep gold. There's a lot of gods and goddesses that are related. There's, I can't think of any right now, but there's Sin, I think. I might be pronouncing that wrong in, in Irish. Sophia as Greek. Morgan, Welsh or Cornish. Those are some of the goddesses. Pomona, I think, is a, is a Roman one. And then the gods, we have um, Dionysus, uh, the great horned god, which is also European, Orcus, Hermes, uh, which is Greek, Mabon, which is Welsh, right? So there we go. Oh, I did it. I answered my own question. I just pulled out this sheet from my... Um, my witch book, which is from when I was in my first teaching coven. And I was just looking up some of these correspondences. And yeah, there it is right there. So Maven is a god, a Welsh god. And then we have Thoth, which is a great one. Thoth is, I, I love the Egyptian gods and goddesses, though. We can't go down that path. I will talk about it forever. Then what else? Oils I like to use, apple, apple blossom. There's like a harvest mix that you can get probably at your local witch shop. They usually have something that they make every year. Like I said, this is the time where you, you know, focus on feasts and rituals and gatherings. Usually there's a gratitude component. This is the witch's Thanksgiving. I think one thing that's interesting, too, about a lot of the Sabbaths, probably all of them, actually, is that China, Japan, Germany, there are different cultures in every country, India, where they follow something very similar to these things, you know. And so it may not mean that it's the exact same celebration, of course, but and there's different gods and goddesses. But I do love that idea where we're, we're kind of saying like, oh, look, in my research, I found that at this time of year, it is super common for there to be a celebration in almost every like major culture that I'm aware of in, in the world. And that means something that's really, really interesting. And it shows that even though it's different gods and goddesses, that there's more similar about us than different. I just have to say, because ugh, I'm so tired of fucking Fox News and these, this just, and you know what? Honestly, I'm not saying like, CNN is perfect in any way either. The whole thing is about dividing us in this country, in the U.S. I'm sure it is in other countries as well, but I can only speak to here and what it looks like here. And as long as we are divided, we are so easy to control. Politics are really personal right now, and they're personal for me too. You know, I, I, I don't particularly want to be around people who are huge Trump fans. I don't understand how you can like someone who has been so disrespectful to women, who's been so disrespectful to black and brown people and queer people. I, I just, for me, that's not okay. That's not, that's not somebody I can support. I, I, and so I don't, it doesn't make sense to me why someone else can. But I do realize that there are layers to this. People get different kinds of information. Fox News specifically is just like cranking out hate speech, essentially, 24-7. I've watched two of my uncles completely like lose their minds. I've talked about this before. So there is a lot of like push to really divide us, make us hate each other. But the reality is, and I just want, this is really just the whole thing. I just want you to remember, and I'm trying to remember it too, that we are more similar, really, than we are different. At the whole, at the core of the thing, and it's really a, a lot, like the overwhelming majority of our pain and suffering and disagreements and arguing come from, first of all, not knowing who we are, but also a social conditioning, really. 
people telling us how something has to be and us believing it because of the first act of ignorance, right? Which is forgetting who we are, who we really, really are, which is we're made up of the same fucking shit that we cannot describe. It is coming literally in and out of existence. Scientists don't even know. I mean, yeah, like molecules, atoms, that kind of shit. But like, we don't really understand why the space of a nucleus of an atom is empty. We don't completely understand it, except that the universe is mostly space and that we're some weird combination of quote unquote matter, because that's disputable as well, and something else, right? Some other stuff and it's also quote unquote stuff, right? Because it gets really, really hairy when you get into the science and the physics of of what we're discovering about what it means to actually be alive and be embodied. So literally at the very basis of who we are, we are made up of the same fucking shit. So reach your hand out across the aisle, share an olive branch with a friend, that kind of shit. <laughs> I don't know. You know how I get with these soapboxes though. Okay, let's move on. Plants that are associated, you know, um, bee hops is a, is a big one. Beer is big around this time. Ivy, tobacco. Grape is so big right now. Like this is a really important time for grapes. Sassafras. This is also a really important time for dogs. Like if you're working with dog spirits or if you're thinking about getting a dog, this is often like a really, what is it? What's the word? Auspicious time to do that. You know, from like a more mythical standpoint, this is a nice time for the gnomes or like a minotaur. Amethyst is a really big crystal for this time of year. So I tend to have a lot of amethyst anyway. But if I'm going to be out and about with people that I don't know or people that could have weird energy, this is a time of year that I definitely take a little piece of amethyst with me or maybe I'll couple it with tourmaline, black tourmaline, which I, I usually have in my pocket for protection. Anywho, that's some of that shit. I do want to just note on something I said before, which is the pagan Thanksgiving. It is pagan Thanksgiving without colonialism, right? So keep that in mind that there's a lot of negative connotations around that word Thanksgiving and sort of like, again, social conditioning of what we were taught in school, like what it actually meant. And, you know, it's it's a cover up of what we did in this country to the indigenous people here. So I just want to make sure that I acknowledge that and make sure that, you know, we're, we're taking the gratitude element, the community element, the feasting and really enjoying each other's company, those elements. But we're certainly not taking the colonialism aspect. One of the things I really love about this time of year is Trader Joe's. <laughs> I just love when they break out their fall stuff. We already bought some pumpkin bread and... Some other shit I can't remember now, but I always love their cinnamon brooms. They're amazing. They smell so good. So I was talking earlier about the new moon on September 25th, which was three days after the fall equinox. So that was really cool that we got like a Libra at that time, which is about balance. This is a holiday that's about balance. So we really got to kind of like lean into that that concept, that theme. And we do have a full moon in Aries. I think that that's the one that I was saying is on October 9th. This is the hunter's moon because this is when we go into hunting season and it's time to, again, we're getting ready for winter, but it's the first full moon of fall and it's in Aries. Woof. So um, that's a lot of major fire to burn. It's really, I think this moon specifically is about burning up obstacles that have been in your way so that you can move forward and and step into your power because that's what Aries is 
a lot of Aries is about is power. Sometimes it's control. And Aries is a tough sign for me personally to be friends with sometimes. But I mean, the great positive parts of Aries is is really that fire and that ability to really get shit done and to push through things. Aries is the god of war. So that can be good and that you are like willing to be brave enough to go into battle for yourself. Obviously, it can be bad because you are sometimes at war with everyone, even yourself. All the signs have the goods and the bads, though. I'm not hating on any of my Aries out there. So Mercury went direct, I think, on the 2nd. It was the 2nd or the 3rd of October. And now there are a butt ton of things in direct, I mean, not in direct, in retrograde. And they are not in retrograde now. A couple of them, I think, still are, though. But the overwhelming majority of the ones that were all at the same time are not. So that's really a nice feeling. We're going into fall with a little bit like, I don't know, just a little chiller, maybe. I don't feel chill at all. I have zero chill right now because, oh my God, I have so much to do. But I think that in general, we could feel the chillness of Mercury not being in retrograde. There's also this one part of, I think this is from the, yeah, Llewellyn's 2021 Sabbath's Almanac. This one's from Sawin 2020 to Mabon 2021. But I really love this quote about Mabon and it, it feels true to me. Um, it's on page 279 by Ivo Dominguez Jr. And it's Mabon is the sunset of the year, filled with beauty as the light begins to fade. The autumn equinox is like the exhalation after a deep breath. It can release tension and staleness from deep within. Oh, I love it. Because that is what it feels like to me. The exhalation after a deep breath. (sighs) That's how fall feels. (laughs) That's what I think anyway. Let's see here. What else do we have that I wanted from in here? Oh, Yeah, there's a cool spell in this book. And if you don't buy these books, you totally should. They're wonderful. If you're trying to follow the wheel of the year and you want to do like a little ritual, you want to know what the fuck correspondences are, this is really helpful. And they change it every year and different people write different sections of each of the the Sabbaths. And I really should have gotten the next one, but I'll have to get, um, I'll have to get Sawin 2022, I guess. So this, there's one in here about harvesting a local stone. And I really, really like this. This one's by Michael Fury. He does the spell section of this one. This one is about finding a stone in nature and making sure that it's strongly connected to the seasonal energy shifts that are going on right now. So you just kind of go out, you find a stone and you connect to it. And um, there's a little thing in here. An ally sought from the natural realm to increase connection to this land. Earthly treasure is now found, a bond created, awareness expand. For this gift I shall honor the spirit. I guard the stone and forever keep it. And I'm obviously giving a big shout out to Llewellyn's books. And I hope you're not mad that I took this little quote out of here. But I just think this is a really cute little ritual. And that's the whole thing. You just go find the little stone and you say that to it. I prefer to say the kind of thing three times or you can make up your own thing. Rhyming is always helpful. It sticks in the brain better and it's good for your brain path or your neural pathways. I love that to go out and find a stone that represents this time of year, connect with it and then bring it into your space sit with it and intentionally tell it what you're going to do with it and what it stands for for you. It's creating a relationship with something that is, again, made of that same energy that you're created from, with, by, (laughs) you know? I remember being in India and I might've told this story before, but I remember 
I was really green and I was like in the ashram and the the yogi who was teaching us was like, everything has a soul. Everything has an essence that we're all connected to. I raised my hand and I was like, really? Like this fan, there's a ceiling fan, like that fan has a soul. And he was like, yes. And at that time I was like, yeah, I could see that we're made up of the same energy, but I don't know why. Like I drew the line at soul. I do think that's true now though. And that that little rock that you might do for this ritual has a soul too. I think it might have like a little bit of a different brand of a soul, but I don't really know. (laughs) I don't. Anywho, listen, I hope that you have been having a good fall since the fall equinox. I hope that you're feeling kind of spooky and that you got to watch Hocus Pocus 2. And if you haven't, go do it. It's pretty dang cute. I think they did a pretty good job considering. And one of the things I really love about that movie is that they made witchcraft not like a totally negative thing, which the first one really did. So there's lots I love about it. I could do like a whole review of that movie if you want. Check it out. Bed Midler and Kathy Najimy, I think is her name. And Sarah Jessica Parker. They all like don't look like they've aged at all. It's amazing. Go see that. I hope you get to snuggle up in hoodies that you haven't been able to wear possibly yet this year. And um, you get to spend some really good quality time with yourself and people you really, really love. Next week, we got a new one with John Russell. And watch out on TikTok for updates and behind the scenes footage from the documentary filming. My whole October is going to be so extra spooky. Stop it right now. Love you. Bye. Thank you for following The Woo with me today. If you love what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to Follow The Woo wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're feeling particularly stoked about this show, please leave a review and or rating. You can also support this podcast by becoming a member of The Order of Woo, where you'll get community access and loads of extra goodies exclusively on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash follow the woo. The Order of Woo patrons bolster this podcast and community and allow for the creation of more content, products, services, and events over time. Every little bit helps, and I'm so grateful for the patrons who have joined the order already. If you've experienced something magical, mystical, or just downright weird and want to discuss it, or if you're interested in sharing your expertise, or if you want me to research a woo topic with you or for you, please email me at followthewoo at gmail.com. Join me next week for another woo topic. And remember, tell the truth, be nice to each other, and if it feels right, 